The man who never alters his opinions is like standing water and breeds reptiles of the mind. Hello and welcome to episode 203 of Under the Call of MS. Normal Thursday episode. Little comics, little MS, little whatever. Alright, for the comic books today, we checked out Batman Reptilian number one. I was so interested in this. For another Batman item for me to finally check out. One that was a little darker since the last one that we've been checking out is Batman Scooby-Doo comics, which have been fun as always. This one, it's got an interesting story. I hate the art. I am really bummed out about the artwork. This is done by Garth Ennis and Liam Sharp. Sharp. It's a DC black label. Uh, this is number one of, I'm not sure. I know it was going to be a short run. I want to say maybe four or five issues. But we will see where it's going. Uh, you see Batman, uh, a way darker Batman character in here. And this big fighter guy. That have a confrontation, and we find out that uh, the Mad Hatter and the Scarecrow have been slaughtered and killed. Other characters are just going to wind up. The way it looks, there's going to be a lot of the DC characters get killed off in this this run. So, and I was curious about it because I want to know. What's up with the whole lizard creature? What's going on? Who's the main killer in this whole thing? I kind of have a thought for myself of who I think is doing all this. But you get to meet quite a few characters and quite a few of the main characters you get to talk about and stuff in the first issue so if you're a batman fan and you like the dc dark label comics which i, I enjoy those more than the regular dcs uh check that out it's batman reptilian number one but yeah i just the artwork for me is too clownish is kind of what i the way i can really describe it it's just that that a gangster, kind of a Sin City meets some psycho clown type art to it. But yeah, and the story's good. So <laughs> that's all that really matters. I've been told, um, I've been told that my, <laughs> my detail to art doesn't really mean anything. It's just a story that you have to worry about. So worrying about the pictures because that's why we read picture books because all we care about is the stories <laughs> but no i know i put my opinion too much out about different things but if you want to see some beautiful artwork check out bloom number two a hero tomorrow comics this is done by ted segura 
and Butch Mappa. About a beautiful lady having beautiful artwork put on her flesh to make her be a character that is beautiful and alluring, but yet she is possibly the evil character of the storyline that she's being photographed for by a wannabe comic book writer, artist, character. He's got this story in his head and he wants to get it out and he's seen this dancer and fell in love with her looks. And he, they go off into the woods one day and Actually, I'm not sure if it's more woods, more swamps, or and they basically get lost in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but they end up doing a bunch of photography for his book idea, and of course, they make out and all that stuff ensues, also. And then her character starts doing these weird, strange things, and it's <laughs> It's really interesting how she has interactions with critters and stuff like that. And some things happen to her. They have a strange old character comes across them with a backpack on and is all hunched over with his hiking stick and makes a few comments throughout as he goes wandering by. But yeah, this is, and I love the little flashbacks. You'll get little, uh, background like uh report flashback uh balloon word balloons that will pop up giving you little things from because this is going on at the same time that woodstock is the original woodstock is going on they are not in new york they're in a completely different area i can't remember if this was like louisiana or not i can't i've been reading so many books lately that characters have been all over the place but they're just lost in a swamp woods type area and taking picture and just being getting lost to the world around them and just very interesting how it uh, and they're just slowly sucking in it's just gonna be i'm really looking forward to where this where he's going this again i believe is like a six issue run another short one uh you could kickstart. I kickstarted the first one. The second one had a kickstart. I'll probably kickstart every one of them, every one of the issues. So look into that if you like. I don't want to give away the storylines. It's hard not to when you're just talking about a single issue of a comic that barely gives you much of a storyline each week as far as storyline advance. And it gives you a great storyline, but much of a storyline advancement each week so you're always waiting you're hanging on waiting for the next new thing to happen but yeah and then the final one we did going back to wisconsin back to Kelly, Kelly. uh the blue flame number two by vault comics Still a great storyline. I got it because of the Wisconsin basis. And the Blue Flame character we talked about with number one was uh, a character that is part of a group of some other 
street walking superhero dress up and do good type characters for the town of Milwaukee area. And uh, the one, the blue flame was a mechanic mechanic that and well here they even have a little thing on the back. Uh, the blue flame digs deeper into the tribunal con consensus as he weighs the decision of defending all of humanity before them. But wait, shooting victim Sam Brossom is in a coma in Milwaukee and his estranged sister doesn't know if he'll wake up? How can he be in a coma plus be the blue flame on another planet? Or another system or whatever. So much... Uh, jumping around with different <laughs> things, worlds, realms, systems, all that stuff with all these comics. That's another part that gets really confusing. But basically, the Blue Flame is a like a mechanic character, and he discovered, made, invented a special type of fuel, and then he makes a uh, suit to go with the fuel, and he ends up being a little a superhero character that can use his suit, his fuel power to get him all over the world, the universe, wherever he wants to go. But in this one, it starts out with a girl going to a donut shop, getting her coffee and donut. And she gets to work and all the employees are just like staring into space at the TV. They're going on and on. Them. Oh, like, oh my God, what's going on? And here they're talking about in the first one where the superhero characters got shot at a convention where other people got shot and killed and they're all killed off and find out that she's the sister of the blue flame who at the thing she hears was shot and killed. So she runs off to the hospital and stuff. And then we go flash over to the aliens dealing with the blue flame. We get to learn a little bit more of what's going on with them. And I can't, I don't want to give it away because this is a very fun. This is definitely, it's definitely worth being on this run. Uh, only downfall I got to say about this. <laughs> the downfall for me. I like looking at my covers, damn it. But they haven't had come out with any really good covers yet. I was bummed about that. But other than that, the artwork's beautiful inside. And the storyline is just so interesting. I love how they're bouncing this around. And of course, it, I just get sucked in because it's wisconsin related so anywhere i've been or anything anywhere i am i like like to read about stuff from those areas just to play around and see what kind of things they actually do point out if they get anything right so you can actually tell if they the people take acknowledgement if they've been in wisconsin and usually they don't write about it unless they are from or have been but yes the aliens, you get way deeper into what's going on with them and him and how he's got to make that decision whether we're going to be wiped out or not. And then uh, 
whole side story going on with his family and friends and they're going off to see him who's laying in a hospital in a coma so it's it's and what's real what isn't and is this gonna end up being a dream hopefully not uh but yeah we'll just have to wait and see but yeah i i suggest definitely getting on this is a whole new comic book character why not check out something different and if you're from wisconsin hey it's always nice to hear about places and things that you know so but that's it for the comic portion and we'll get back to you with some health ms stuff coming up right after this okay you know with ms and other conditions and just anybody have problems feeling anxious at times you might get jittery you might start to get shakes you might get all hyperventilated and stuff taking too many deep breaths too quickly can actually cause you to hyper hyperventilate and that decreases the amount of oxygen rich blood that flows to your brain so and it could also cause you to like pass out and stuff get you all lightheaded well when you feel anxious or under stress it's easier to breathe too much and end up hyperventilating even if you're trying to do the opposite instead try some other things like before you take a big breath or before you take a big deep breath try to try to get a thorough exhale instead push all the air out of your lungs then simply let your lungs do their work inhaling the the air next try spending a little bit longer exhaling than you do inhaling for example, try inhaling for four seconds, then exhale for six. Try doing this for two to five minutes. This technique can be done in any position that's comfortable for you, including standing, sitting, or lying down. So try that out. Uh, there's abdomen breathing. You can practice your, well, to learn how to breathe from your diaphragm, uh, check in first for comfort, lie down on the floor or bed with pillows beneath your head and knees, or sit in a comfortable chair with your head, neck, and shoulders relaxed and your knees bent. Then put one hand under your rib cage and one hand over your heart. Inhale and exhale through your nose, noticing how or if your stomach and chest move as you breathe. Can you isolate your breathing so you bring air deeper into your lungs? What about the reverse? Can you breathe so your chest moves more than your stomach? Eventually, you're going to want to want your stomach to move as you breathe instead of your chest. So practice belly breathing by sitting or lying down as i just said just described and then place one hand on your chest and one hand on your stomach above your belly button uh, breathe in through your nose noticing your stomach rise 
Your chest should remain relatively still. Purse your lips and exhale through your mouth. Try engaging your stomach muscles to push air out at the end of the breath. But for this breathing to become automatic, you'll need to practice it daily. So try doing it like three, four, three to four times a day for up to 10 minutes. And there's breathe focusing where you can focus on your breaths, pay attention to them. Just don't let this kind of like basically meditate and you're just focusing on your breath, not paying attention paying attention to anything else around you. Uh, There's lion's breath that involves exhaling forcefully. To try that, you can get into a kneeling position, cross your ankles, and resting your bottom of your... uh, Nah, I'm not going to explain all this. And basically, I suggest doing the meditation part of it. Focus on the meditation. Try different ones. There's tons of them out there. You can get them through Amazon, YouTube, whatever. There's all kinds of free ones or your iTunes, your podcast, whatever. But meditation can help you establish new habits and patterns of thinking and breathing. And if you'd like to try any of them, just look into all those types of places and you can. But. If you're experiencing anxiety or panic attacks, try using different breathing techniques to see if you can alleviate your symptoms and don't end up overdoing yourself. If your anxiety persists or gets worse, just check with your doctor. Let them know what's going on and what you've done. Uh, Some good foods. If you're a breakfast eater, some good morning foods. To help you get going in a day are things like eggs, which are high in protein, a bunch of other important nutrients, and also promote fullness and help you eat fewer calories. Uh, Greek yogurt is high in protein and helps reduce appetite and may aid in weight loss. Uh, a cup of coffee is a great way to start your day, and caffeine may improve your mood, your mental performance, and metabolism. Oatmeal is a rich is rich in beta glucan fiber, which lowers cholesterol and in, increases feelings of fullness. Chia seeds are high in fiber and packed with antioxidants that may reduce inflammation and decrease disease risk. Berries are high in fiber and low in calories. They're also rich in antioxidants that may decrease your risk of disease. Nuts are filling, nutrient-dense food that may help reduce heart disease risk and improve improve blood sugar control and help with fullness. Green tea has many health benefits. And it contains an antioxidant called EGCG, which benefits your brain and nervous system. Protein shakes or smoothies are a great high-protein breakfast choice that promotes fullness and Helps stabilize blood sugar levels and is a quick, easy thing to grab. Fruit is a good source of vitamins, potassium, and fiber. Also contains antioxidants that can help reduce disease risks. Flax seeds are high in vicious, viscous fibers, which help you feel full. They may also 
improve insulin sensitivity, and reduce blood sugar levels. Cottage cheese is high in protein, which promotes feelings of fullness and increases your metabolic rate. Basically, whether or not you're a you eat breakfast. It's these are items that can help you out. Different parts of the day depend on how you lay your day out. And then if you have all those leftover coffee grounds at all, you can use them to fertilize your garden. They contain key nutrients required for plant growth. They can also help attract worms and decrease the concentrations of heavy metals in the soil. That's why you use you toss them in your compost too. Because adding compost to your garden can significantly improve the health of your plants with all the extra benefits from the other veggies and stuff you put in it. Uh, coffee grounds contain compounds that are toxic to many insects. So you can use them to repel mosquitoes, fruit flies, beetles, and other pests. Uh, like other insects, fleas do not like coffee. Uh, bathing your pet and used coffee grounds may help keep fleas at bay. Hey, that's not a good idea. I would have known that. That's way better than putting that damn chemicals on them. They can help absorb and eliminate odors from your refrigerator, gym bag, or smelly shoes. Using them as a hand scrub can also help promote lingering smells from onion or garlic. That's another great tip, damn it. Because I... I cut off a lot of garlic and a lot of onion, and that, that shit just stinks for like two, three days on your hands, whether you're showering, bathing, whatever, scrubbing, it's still there. Uh, coffee grounds can be used as an abrasive cleaner. They can help sanitize and remove buildup from sinks, cookware, grills, and other surfaces. Now I'm going to try some out on my shower. Uh, you can use coffee grounds to scour your post pots and pans. Post. <laughs> Pots and pans, their abrasive texture helps scrape away cake on food. Uh, it can be repurposed into an exfoliating scrub for your face and body. It helps remove dirt and dead skin cells and promote overall skin health. Uh, coffee grounds may help reduce the appearance of cellulite by breaking down fat deposits and increasing blood flow to the effective area or the affected area, not effective. Used coffee grounds are a great natural alternative to harsh chemical dyes. Simply re-wet them and use them to dye paper or fabric or darken brunette hair. You can use coffee grounds to weigh down the ashes in your fireplace before cleaning. Uh, this makes for easier ash removal and less mess. And then you know the shit flying all over in the air. That's damn it, man. These are some great ideas. Coffee grounds contain natural acids and enzymes that help tenderize meat and enhance its flavor. Exfoliating your scalp with used coffee grounds can help remove dead skin cells and product buildup and may even speed up hair growth. <laughs> You can use coffee grounds to buff out scratches on wooden furniture and darken them to match your existing finish. Finish. When combined with adequate, adequate moisture, coffee grounds seem to be an ideal growing environment for mushrooms. 
Coffee grounds contain caffeine and antioxidants when applied to the skin. They can help prevent aging and reduce the appearance of dark under eye circles and puffiness. Coffee grounds contain compounds that can raise blood cholesterol and consuming small amounts of on occasion is fine for most people, but they may be problematic if consumed in excess. Basically, most people discard their grounds left behind after brewing coffee. However, there are many great ways to use them. The caffeine and antioxidants in coffee grounds may help combat cellulite, under eye circles, and other signs that aging skin. They're also packed with nutrients that can nourish plants and deter pests in your garden. Furthermore, their abrasiveness makes them a great cleansing scrub around the house. Next time you brew yourself up a cup of joe, consider repurposing the grounds using one of the ideas in this article. I know I'm going to try a couple of these out that I never thought of before. But... All right. Some people wonder about where their MS is going, what's happening after, and all that stuff. Basically, multiple sclerosis is a chronic disease. It damages myelin and fatty protective a fatty protective sub substance that wraps around our nerve cells, which are nerve cells where axons are exposed from damage. Then, so you may experience symptoms. Some of the more common ones are difficulty with balance and coordination, blurred vision, speech impairment, as you can hear on my podcast, fatigue, pain and tangling, muscle stiffness. As a result of the damage, your body's electrical impulses can't move as easily through the exposed nerves as they could through a protective nerve, so your MS symptoms can become worse over time. As the damage worsens, and if you basically people when they get diagnosed and stuff wonder if the their MS is going to get worse, and it's typically a progressive disease. So, most common type is the relapse and remitting MS, which most people get diagnosed with for, to start with, and then. During that, you may experience periods of increased symptoms known as relapses. Then you'll have periods of recovery called remission. But MS is unpredictable. The rate at which it progresses or worsens is dif different for everyone. So try not to compare yourself and your experience to anyone else's. Don't take other people's advice and think you're going to be the same as them. The list of symptoms is long, but it's unlike you. Unlikely you'll experience all of them, but I know I myself experience almost all of them. So you could experience little to none to winning the whole package. Who knows? Will you lose your ability to walk? Well, not everyone with MS will lose their ability to walk. In fact, most people with MS are still able to walk, but may need a cane, a crutch, or a walker to help you maintain your balance and get you around, and don't be ashamed of it. Take those assisted devices and use them. Uh, don't worry about how you look or 
how you think it's going to make you feel and stuff. It's going to make you feel better in the long It's going to save your strength for something later in the day instead of burning yourself out early and then not being able to do anything and being struggling or in the hospital or something because you overdid it or whatever. It's nice to use to have those devices to help you get along further every day. Will I have to stop working? Well, you're going to face new challenges in the workplace as a result of MS and the effect it can have on your body. It depends on how you work and what you're doing and what effects you have happening in your body and what you can handle doing. So you're going to have to look into that. You're going to have to decide when you're going to want to let people know about your your disease and what symptoms you have and stuff like that. But many individuals with MS are able to continue working without altering their career path or changing jobs, or they may just have to change it up a little bit and they can make it work out all right. Uh, and many people have great bosses. They'll work with them on helping them out if they need anything. And then there's a lot of jackasses out there and a lot of people that you don't want to tell anybody that you got something because you'll lose your job or get harassed by other employees and stuff like that. So you got to take that all into effect. But no, uh, you're not, you may or may not have to stop working. It all depends on how your disease progresses. So do what you can to put it off and get on a DMD, disease modifying drug, as soon as you can. If you prefer, I suggested because I really wish I would have got answers 20, 30 years ago when I was looking and I would have been on a disease modifying drug and might not have progressed as far as I have and still been able to have been doing a lot of quality things in my life, which I lost out on because of misdiagnoses for so, so long. Uh, will I still be able to do the things I enjoy? You may need to make adjustments to your activities and your lifestyle and everything around you, uh, especially during relapses and things like that. Uh, assistive devices are things that help you out with stuff. Are you going to maybe dealing with stress, anxiety, depression, uh, but don't give up your favorite thing. Stay active as much as you can. And it all depends, again, on your disease progression. It, having MS doesn't mean you need to live a sedentary life. Uh, we Doctors re, encourage you to remain active because when you're not active, you're just stiffening up and tightening up and everything's going to shit anyways. So yeah, at least be a little mobile every day and try and get some activity and just do the best you can with what you have and build your life around it. And just don't burn yourself out before events. And then once it's time for the event, you've already expended all your energy for the day and stuff like that so take advantage of assisted devices there's some great things out there especially like my new walker with my new walker with the seat on it yeah i hate it but i love it it's a hate love relationship <laughs>
I use it so I got to deal with it. Screw what everybody else thinks. Can I still have sex? Can I? <laughs> Sexual intimacy may be far from your mind following an MS diagnosis, but at some point, you may wonder how the disease affects your ability to be intimate with a partner. It can impact your sexual response and your sex drive in several ways. Then you may experience a lower libido. Women may have reduced vaginal lubrication and be unable to reach orgasm. Men may also struggle to achieve erection and may find ejaculation difficult or impossible. Other MS symptoms, including sensory changes, may make it make sex uncomfortable or less pleasurable, but you can still connect with your loved one in meaningful ways, whether through a physical or emotional connection. There's lots of things you can do, and nowadays there's so many devices and aids that you can test out and work with too, so don't be afraid to look into those things. And I don't have any sponsors yet, if I should, but uh, adamandeve.com, I believe that's the website. There's a great one for tons of different devices to help with your sex life. And then they also have them in your, your pharmacies and stuff have things to help you out too. So you can look into that and talk to your doctors, urologist, and stuff like that. Uh, what is the outlook of MS? Well, there is really no... Outlook, it varies greatly from person to person. What you experience may be different from what another person experiences. So your future with MS can be impossible to predict. Over time, it's possible that your specific diagnosis may lead to a gradual decline in function, but there's no clear path to if or when you'll reach that point. While there's no cure for MS, your doctor will likely prescribe medication to reduce your symptoms and delay progression. There have been many newer treatments in recent years that produce promising results. Starting treatment early may help prevent nerve damage, which can slow the development of new symptoms. You can also help slow the rate of disability by maintaining a healthy lifestyle regular exercise and eat healthy diet to care for your body also avoid smoking and drinking alcohol drinking alcohol i disagree with we found out that drinking moderately can benefit people with ms check out my alcohol and red wine alcohol episode caring for your body as best as you can may help you remain active and minimize your symptoms for as long as possible Basically, following an MS diagnosis, you may have dozens of questions about what your future will look like. While the course of MS can be difficult to predict, you can take steps now to reduce your symptoms and slow progression of the disease. Learning as much as you can about your diagnosis, getting on treatment right away, and making lifestyle changes can help you effectively manage your MS. So do what you can, get out there early and look into things, but yeah been a long chunk for this segment today i'm going to end it off with a know, let's do a little goofy facts thing would be robber have you ever had a day when nothing seems to go right a man named curtis nasdall 
once had a day like that. His troubles began when he decided to rob a bar in New York City. New York City! <laughs> he walked in, pointed a gun at the bar owner, asked, asked for the money. The bar owner grabbed the gun and threw it to a woman employee. She dropped the gun into the basement through a hole in the floor. <laughs> Give me back my gun, said Nazdal. But no one paid any attention to him. Then he ran out the door, slipped on some ice, and fell. Just then, a policeman walked up and arrested the would-be robber. The policeman had stopped when he saw the car Nazdal had stolen was parked on the wrong side of the street. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Something fun to end the day. Um, have a great one. Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Keep a smile on your face. Beat the monster down. Check out Crimson Call Comic Club. Check out Under the Call. Check out AB Conversation. We will get back to you with some more great podcasts in the future. Okay, fans of the show or non-fans, you can support the podcast by leaving five stars and liking it. Or leaving five stars and not liking it and tell us why. And we will let people know and we'll try and make it better for you. You can also click on support on my anchor page and donate and support the podcast. Or if you'd like to actually get something for a donation, you can send a donation to PayPal at kevintheduckpool at gmail.com. And you can see that in many of the show notes, the address. Uh, for fans inside the U.S. only, a $15 donation will get you a Gemini comic box with five random comics in it. A $30 donation gets a priority mail padded flat rate envelope, 12 random comics in it. And a $100 donation gets you a priority mail medium flat rate box with 40 random comics in it. Comics will be in fair to very good condition. They may have been used on the podcast, may have been unread, may have been read. Just random comics out of my mixed boxes that I will be getting rid of to downsize. And for our international listeners, since shipping's so rough and customs are a pain, I am going to offer two options to start. We'll see how it goes. But a $50 donation gets you a priority mail padded flat rate envelope with 12 random comics in it. And a $125 donation gets a priority mail medium flat rate box with 40 random comics in it. So there's a comic deal. If you want to donate, help out the show. This will get me a little something and get you a little something also. Thanks. <laughs>